Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, this is huge. You excited for the Super Bowl with the Lions not playing? Well, I got a huge offer from my friends on DraftKings. If you want to enjoy the Niners and the Chiefs and no Lions, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. Then just bet $5.00. On either of those NFC champion trophy stealing Niners or Taylor Swift in the Chiefs. It's about five bucks and you get 200 instantly. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure the Lions Nation, you can't wait to tune that game in. I know I can. Brock Purdy. And it is 7.040 running away from Lions receivers. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. Because I'm not going to watch again. Matter of fact, I respect DraftKings. And I welcome anybody with the opportunity to win some cash. And get this bonus of your new customer. So, if you want to watch the Niners as NFC champs instead of Lions... season is over. I wish you could bet five bucks on if they could go back in time and kick that field goal in this 27-24 beat camp. So you can bet on the Niners. Or, God forbid, that Taylor Swift isn't seen during the Super Bowl 7,000 times. So if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code here. You're not going to see the lines. But you'll see. You'll see the Chiefs and the Ravens. Wait a minute. It's not Chiefs and the Ravens. It's Chiefs and the Niners. Should have been chasing the Lions. Lions led 24-7 at halftime. But again, if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings. Who's that code huge? You're not going to see the Lions. But you can bet on the Niners and the Chiefs. Pick your poison. You want to bet on the team the Lions led 24-7 at halftime? Or you want to bet on the Chiefs and see Taylor Swift? It means you're supporting her. And unless you listen to her music, there's... No reason not to bet on the Niners, which should have been bet on the Lions. That's code huge when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. 
From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on one of the most least anticipated shows of my life. I do want to apologize. Didn't have that normal enthusiasm to start a Moneyline Monday. Halftime yesterday, I thought... We were set, ready to go to Vegas. I'm on the phone texting from the garage bar in Ada with Marty Boer. Texting. Sitting there with friends, dog, the trainer for the Griffins, the equipment manager slash, not trainer, equipment manager. Man had Ron and Russ Ortega, just friends, listeners. Gosh, it was unbelievable. Nick Lipinski, his wife, Devin. Nick owns North Kent Golf Course, Alpine, some of his crew. Part owner of the Grand Rapids Gold G League team. It was an unbelievable feeling when J-Mo scored. The place is erupting. Then they show Ford Field where Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros and the Michigan Sports Network was host. And they had 40,000 going nuts. Then they add another one. I'm like, where's Al Michaels? Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And they kept answering the bell in the first half. Every time it looked like the Niners are coming back, oh, Lions will get after it. They were pounding the ball down their throats for what, almost a buck fifty in the first half. Halftime, there's a quiet calm everywhere across Michigan, Ford Field, the Lions Nation, maybe even inside Levi Stadium with about 25% of Honolulu Blue. Mark Hewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, was there with his two sons. He says the Niners fans were out of control before the game started, but they're quiet now. My old trainer, Rusty, brought his kids out there. Said the Niner fans were awful. But when the Lions were leading, they were quiet, and that stadium was quiet. And the Lions were dictating everything, and they went to halftime. And even at the start of the second half, they held the Niners to a field goal. And I'm like, there you go. Bend, but don't break. That's been their motto. Tampa game. Rams game. Even that Vikings game on the road, right? In the regular season. Bend, but don't break. So they're driving. It's 24-10. I tell everybody. If they score any points on this drive, it is game over. They're eating up the clock, so now it's getting under 10 minutes. I'm watching that clock. I'm watching the clock going, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are 20, 24 minutes, 24 minutes from Vegas. I'm texting with Marty. I got book book rooms. I'm on the American Airlines app looking at flights. I'm doing this. And then Joe Preston and his wife, Deb. Joe's a longtime Golf partner, Preston's Bar and Grill. Everyone in Grand Ledge knows it for our listeners on the game, 7.30 a.m. 
He shows up with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter with the Michigan State jersey on and his wife Deb is from Maryland with a Ravens jersey on. All of a sudden, I look out on the window, I see a black crow. Didn't know if it was a raven. This is like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I told Joe to go sit on the far side because now a little bit of the juju mojo, I'm worried. Lions keep driving. It gets under nine minutes, under eight minutes. Fourth and short. I didn't mind going for it at this time. I didn't. Because if you converted, you're going to have a rock-solid field goal attempt, and if you go stick it in the end zone, you're going to be up 21 with about five minutes left in the third. And I looked at the crow and I said, that's game over. So they're going for it. There's some nervous excitement. Go off, back to pass. What a, oh, yeah, Reynolds. Alligator Arms tries to catch with his elbows. It falls incomplete. I look at everybody and I said, remember that play. Here comes the 49ers freight train. Boom, boom, boom. Gibbs has a fumbled exchange. He wasn't lined up in the right spot. Kind of stripped, but it was loose anyways. Then you get the immaculate reception by the Niners off what looked like almost an interception, and you're going, here we go. I've seen this script before watching Lions games. It is imploding in front of our faces. Lions now can't catch a pass. Reynolds has another drop. St. Brown has a drop. The place is rocking now. The crowd had been quiet for two and a half quarters. The Lions had dominated the NFC Championship game on the Niners' home turf. Eminem was double-birding fans. Yeah, you only get one shot unless I want to throw the double shot. And then I'm borderline in shock. Because I can tell when I'm really nervous watching my teams or watching my kids. I don't want to eat. I had a lucky beer glass. And the waitress came and took it. I went looking in the kitchen for my lucky beer glass. I'm, I'm using all my old school Lions I got the Advil already. The headache's coming. I haven't had a Lions headache all season long. Almost had one during the game at Baltimore. Here comes another fourth down situation. They have about a 48-yard field goal to tie the game, and I'm like, kick it. Let your team have something positive that it's a tie game and they're back in it and make the Niners nervous. Instead... They go for it. I get Dan Campbell and analytics and going for it, and I love it. But, folks, we were talking about the NFC Championship game and a game he led 24-7, and the other team had come back to take a 27-24 lead. You needed the three for your team. 
Not a first down. You needed the points. Well, you know, it's a kicker. You know, this is uh, social networks. Oh, it's no guarantee. Why'd they cut Riley Patterson? Because they wanted a kicker that could kick a 50-yard field goal when needed for the playoffs. I said that the last quarter of the season, that you will need a 50-yard field goal at some point in the playoffs. And the money badger had been pretty good since being picked up. Take the three and let your team have a shot. Don't take it. What well, We knew what's going to happen. We knew they were going right down and scoring. You're a Lions fan, you know. I don't care where you are. You're at a house party, you're by yourself. If you're watching in Antarctica, you knew they were going to go down and score a touchdown and get that lead to two scores. They being the Niners. What'd they do? Boom. McCaffrey just on fire. Second half, Brock Purdy. Oh, my God. You know, Aiden Hutchinson, did you see him get just pile-driven by George Kittle on that little video? He had a horrible game. And all this isn't on Dan Campbell. All all this isn't on just a drop by Reynolds, which that first drop, I believe, when it was 24-10, if the Lions convert that first down, Right now, we're talking about the Lions in the Super Bowl. That's my opinion. It's not a statement of fact. It's my opinion. So then, you know, when we begin these, and and the one negative, if I can say a negative about an unbelievable season, an unbelievable 8-2 and run last year to end the season, an unbelievable second half in year one, that when it comes to clock management, when it comes to adjustments, It seems to hit a weak spot when it comes to the Lions and their coaches. When things are going good, and this is golf too, when things are going good, they're rolling. When they're not, it gets kind of crazy. Like running on the goal line and having to burn a timeout, which if you didn't do that, the Lions actually would have had time at the end to see if they could tie it up. But I go back to that three. It, it would have changed your clock management and the end of that game that you didn't take the second fourth down. And you and how many times did Purdy scramble for a first down? Hammer and Hank Hayes, he went out and slept with the chickens last night. He slept with chickens. 180 chickens at the Hayes Ranch north of Grand Rapids and Rockford. He's out there in the hay with chickens. And I'm like, Superfly texted me last night. I go, where's your dad? He goes, he's out in the barn with the chickens. I go, feeding them, taking care of them. It's going to be a cold night. No. He took a sleeping bag, and he's sleeping in the loft above the chickens. So we knew what the end result was going to be. Lions would hang around. There was euphoria in San Francisco. Niner sidelines, their fans, my God, they were dead in the water at halftime 24-7. This wasn't a one-hit wonder, as I said on Friday's show. The Lions are set up, and they'll take care of Sewell and St. Brown and Goff, and they got four picks in the first three rounds in the draft in Detroit. But I will tell you, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, brutal. 
Cam Sutton, how they ran him out there all the time. Can't tackle. Had maybe one or two good plays. Yet the Lions were still in a position to put away that game, and they didn't do it. Against the number one seed in the NFC. And no matter what we think, say, we can talk about a great year, which it was. The best Lions year ever for me. And there'll be more in front of us. But Dan Campbell told the team it's tough to get to where they were in that NFC Championship game. Again, Mahomes has been there every year. He's been the starter. And Lamar Jackson, you know, talk about choking at home. John Harbaugh, Lamar, horrible game plan, no adjustments. Andy Reid and his staff and Mahomes just outplayed and outcoached Harbaugh and Lamar. But for the Lions, it almost fit an Eminem song that you get one shot. Schedule's tougher next year. They could be a better team, but be 11-6, and six, right? Do you get home field advantage? Do you get the bounces, the breaks, the rolls, the deflection, the interception, the fumble? I still believe that they will deliver a Super Bowl, but I will say this, that blowing a 24-7 lead, How it ended, the questions in regards to coaches and players in the end, the heartbreak, that will be an ongoing, vivid memory until the Lions do get over the hump and get to a Super Bowl. It will. It will be what the Browns fans lived with with the drive by Elway or the fumble by Biner at Mile High. We've seen it all, historic games that live on forever. And if the Lions were drilled and they're down 24-7 at halftime, they could beat 42-24. I'm like, you know what? Niners were better. But I don't believe the Niners were the better team. I don't. You know, they used J-Mo. They used Gibbs on the edge. Where, where was J-Mo in the second half? I know they had that one deep pattern. The ball was thrown a little bit to the left. But golf is good when things are going good. When things are struggling, golf will have his moments. This isn't all about Dan Campbell and his decision-making. I would have taken that field goal, my opinion, to tie the game up. Not making tackles was so big. It's the most overlooked and under-talked-about thing from that game yesterday. Tackles where instead of a two-yard gain, it became nine. Or Purdy looked sacked three times, which could have changed that second half. And the dude's running his, you know, six nine seven forty and getting away from Lions defenders. Hutch didn't have a good game. Like I said, Kaminsky, I don't know what happened to him this year. I don't know if he played hurt, but compared to last year, he was a colossal disappointment, as was Cam Sutton, as was CJ. So we're going down this list, and you can look at pro football focus for their analytics and what it's worth, and we can go back and forth all we want to. 
but highly rated was Montgomery. It's kind of like Gibbs between the tackles. I don't like. He's an edge guy. Get his speed. And you watched it really big in the first half. A couple of huge first downs. He even early in that uh, that drive before they had the drop by Reynolds on fourth down, he's not a between-the-tackles guy. Montgomery's awesome. Sula is just out of this world right now with how well he's playing. Laporta money playing through pain. But the defense had holes that the Niners just abused. Great season, great year, ton of memories. But when you lead 24-7 in the NFC Championship game, the players and the staff have to find a way to put it away. And they had their opportunities, and they let it slip away. And it hurts. It's painful. Can't imagine for the coaches and players. And you could hear it in the voice of Dan Campbell. I do want to take your feedback from everybody listening across Michigan, around the world. If you're tuned in on the iHeart app, the HugeShow.net stream, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's the biggest play in that game last night that kept the Lions from the NFC Championship? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. Let's go to Brent. Where are you listening at, Brent? I'm in my truck right now. All right. Uh, what city I'm in are you in? I'm in Calva, Michigan. All right, Calva, Michigan. All right. How you doing? What's on your mind? Um, it was it was rough, huge. First time caller. I listen all the time. Thank you. It was rough. It was it was it was total domination by our Lions in that first half. Mm, it was a thing uh, of beauty, man. <laughs> oh God, I'm like in tears. You know, like sitting on the you know just watching. Uh, it was amazing. Like, like, uh, but the, like, how that let that slip? Uh, there's a lot of things. I thought we should have run the ball a lot more in the second half, but other than that, it was. Oh, it was just, it was tough. It, it was, was tough to watch. Hey, Brent, thank you for the call. I, I appreciate you listening, to Calva, Michigan. Is that what he said, Calva? I've never heard of that. We always get that on this show. I think we were losing them too. Let's go to Wally in Swartz Creek listening on Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. You're on the Huge Show across Michigan. How you doing, Huge? Hey, Wall. What do you think of uh, Goff's contract extension now? I'd, I'd like to make a point about his game. I don't think he can throw the long ball. And I think the Lions would be uh, smart to uh, franchise them if they want to keep them when that time comes. I don't, <clears throat> like I said, I don't think you can throw the uh, long ball in a play that was kind of not the major play in the second half, but when the Lions could have downed the ball at the half yard line and the guy just didn't throw it back out, he tried to take possession of the ball before he 
stepped on the end zone. It was a culmination of a lot of different aspects in the second half that the Lions sure helped the 49ers. Yeah, they did. Uh, that whole second half, we could we could spend three hours together. And Wally, thanks for listening in Swartz Creek, just west of Flint on Swartz Extra 1330. Yeah, I, I believe you got to give Goff the deal. Yeah, that one throw on the double uh, the double pass where he underthrew it, right? His arm strength. But I, I look where they were. I look in the first half. I look at the velocity on the drop by Reynolds. And I using JMO how they did. I, why only once a game? It's like, do they use Debo Samuel only once for the Niners? Does Shanahan do that? You know, not just fly patterns. You know, revert like they when they scored. I man, I'll just say this, and I I, I alluded to it. When things are going good, the Lions coaches and golf really seem to know how to put the hammer down. But when they hit the fan is when they struggle. They do. Kills me. Really does. Let's go to Bob in Bay City, listening on 100.9 FM. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing all right. I'm happy. It was a great year. And I'm I'm happy for next year's uh, uh, chances. We got backup quarterback that has possibilities. Golf can throw the he throws that ball. How many flea, how many flea flickers did they throw like last year? And did they try him this year this year as much? But he's hitting people. He can hit people deep. Well, I'm with I'm with giving him a deal, Bob. I'm with you on giving golf a deal. I really am. All right, good. I'm for golf all the way. Well, I don't. I don't want just, you just, just, just take a deep breath, man, Bobby. Okay, in Bay City, take a deep breath. Superfly is telling me, "Hey, watch the dump button." We got all these angry Lions fans. I'm I'm doing this show today. Like, okay, I feel like I'm. And now, welcome back to the Jeopardy Finals. <laughs> Let's go to Chuck and Muskegon listening on ninety six one. The game. Out of Grand Rapids on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the Huge Show. Huge, how are you? I've been better, to be honest. Yeah, I hear you, bud. Hey, this uh, the play of the game for me, um, seven minutes to go. Uh, you kick the 43 or 44-yard field goal to make it a three-score game. You're on the road, and I don't care what analytics says. Uh, a game in the middle of November against Atlanta or the Bears is a lot different than San Francisco at home. It's all about momentum, and I just don't understand why he wouldn't want to make it a three. I mean, yes, you get the first down, that's nice and everything, but the reason why you go three scores up is because if if you if you know you still got to kick the field goal and you still have to make it. But I mean, I was listening to Logan Ryan on an interview this afternoon, the D back for the Forty ers and he. They asked him, what did you think when Dan Campbell, you know, tried it on fourth and second? And he goes, he goes, he goes, I, I was loving it. And when they didn't make it, I just thought, wrong move, buddy. Wrong move. It was. Because the psyche of the other team would be, hey, we need three scores instead of two. Then they go down and score. Then he doesn't kick the second one, but he gives up on the first one. So this isn't all on Campbell, but I'm saying, Huge, if your coach puts you in a position to win, you don't have to worry about guys. Maybe they wouldn't have felt the, you know, the pressure and the um, just the environment that they were in because they'd be in a little more of a comfort zone. 
And as much as I like Campbell, he did not give him the best chance to win. And if you think about it real quick, one more quick thing is if you give if you kick a field goal there, there's seven minutes left in the third quarter. What do they get? About four, maybe five more possessions, and they got to go down the field three times. I just think it was a horrific, horrendous mistake on his part. And um, I'll listen to what you have to say, buddy. All right, thank you, Chuck and Muskegon, listening on ninety six one. The game out of Grand Rapids, our flagship station on. Michigan's West Coast, like I said, I told my buddies, if they score on this drive and make it a three-score game again and eat clock, the game will be over. Look at with everything that happened. They still had an onside kick at the end, and if they would have got it, they would have had a chance after blowing it, running it at the goal line. Who are you going to fool? Had to burn a timeout. It's worth like 40 seconds, if not more, in the game. In the last 22 minutes of that game, poorly coached, poorly executed, and that really is a team loss in my mind. And it's tough to digest that the Lions led the NFC Championship game 24-7 in San Francisco. And I'm on this statewide show talking about their season over. You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why the Lions lost the game last night. You tell me. Callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com com. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It's a day after, man. It's a tough one. Toughest day I've ever had on a show. I posted my top five emotionally charged L's, losses of all time. Last night, Lions leading 24-7, losing that game. 91 championship game when Barry and the Cowboys had just drilled, or Barry and the Lions had just drilled the Cowboys, went and laid an egg and lost 41-10 at Washington in the NFC title game. Tigers 2006 World Series blown by Leland's managing, and he did it again in 2013 ALCS. Two World Series rings the Tigers should have had. And then I put the last game my son played in high school football this past fall. They lost to Grand Rapids South Christian on a touchdown with 29 seconds on a fourth down and long. And South Christian under Danny Brown went on and lost on the final play in the state championship against Harper Woods. We could have been the Ford Field. We would have gotten by Big Rapids in Portland. That was round two of the playoffs. That was a tough one. Because I felt for my son, the kids, the coaches, and all those people that uh, worked so hard at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. Yeah, that was a tough one. I think it was fourth and 11, like a 30-yard touchdown pass, whatever it was. 29 seconds left in the game, 14-14. Oh, man. Tough losses. You need a day. You need this day. It, it, it didn't sink in last night. It did this morning. As I'm depressed, just scarfing down fast food in a parking lot with no one around me. I, I, was, I was in heaven when it's 24-7. I really thought they were going to hold on and win the NFC. I really did. Man. Let's go to Andrew in Grand Rapids listening on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. I'm feeling with you pretty hard today as well. Um, To put a little bit of a better feel on it, it was nice to root for our team this late in the season. and just kind of put it in perspective, some of those other good franchises that, man, they get this every year. That's got to be a great feeling. So, you know, we'll count our blessings while we got them. Um, but I had a big question for you about what your what your thought was on the comparison for why we went for it at, or we kicked the three at the end of the first half but decided to go for it all throughout the remainder of the game. How I felt was, you know, you were up big. You had your two-score lead. Nobody really would have blamed Campbell for going for that one. You had a lot, a little bit of cushion. You know, they if you don't get it, they don't have a chance to come down and score. They get it back at half. Um, so for him to commit to, you know what, I need the points here 
and then get shut out all second half and not think I should probably put some points up. I just couldn't believe the disconnect from one half into the other. Well, I will tell you, I'll explain, I'll explain it to you, Andrew. At that time, the first, uh, the, when it's 24-10 and they're driving and it's a little under eight minutes left on that fourth and two, they're still in control. They just held the Niners to a field goal. They're driving. They converted a couple third downs. Again, I'm at a bar, had some adult beverages, but I'm recollecting everything. So what Dan Campbell was thinking on this first fourth down play at fourth and two that Reynolds dropped, right? Fourth and three, whatever it was. He's thinking if we score a touchdown, it's game over. That's what he's thinking. He's thinking in his mind, which again, if Reynolds makes that catch, they're at the San Francisco 21 with about 750, give or take on the clock if I remember. They're going to go to the end zone. At worst, they would have a field goal and have the three-score lead just by Reynolds catching that ball. And it's not all on him. But Campbell's decision, I think, was based on he wanted to put him away. Crowd wasn't back yet. They weren't back yet. They weren't back until they got that fourth down stop and you could feel the mojo change inside Levi Stadium. Hank Hayes had two lucky chickens. He has Dan the rooster, and he has Goff the rooster. And he holds them every playoff game, and they sit in his man cave with them. I'm not going to say anything about the dude because I like him. And he supervised Dan. So this is the first one before it's spiraling out of control yet. 24-10, Lions have a fourth and, like I said, three, whatever it was, two. Great route, great throw where it couldn't be picked off, and he tries to catch it with his forearms. Use your hands. Boom, boom, boom. Whole game changed. Is it all on Reynolds? No. Is it on Dan Campbell for going for it then? No. Because Reynolds, golf, executed, play call, Ben Johnson, O-line, protection. He catches that. They're at the 21 of San Francisco. Clock's going to keep moving. And if the Lions stick it in the end zone, that's a 21-point lead. Let's say four minutes to go in the third. You're a Niners fan, and if it's 21, it's your largest lead of the game. It was 17 at halftime. Dan Campbell was going to put it away. That's why he went for the first one. Now, from that point forward, I think things become panicked, nervous. He looked nervous. Ben Johnson looked nervous. They never looked nervous until after that drop by Reynolds. Players, nobody. You saw it all change. And I knew they were going to lose. But you know what? They still fought. And if they keep that time out, they might have had a shot to kick it deep three times and might have 40 seconds for a miracle. But it never should have got to the miracle phase because Reynolds has to catch that damn ball. You're an NFL player. You're getting paid. And he's been money most of the year. And drops are contagious like guys striking out in baseball or you're bricking shots and hoops. 
It's one of those sports psychology things that nobody can figure out. Let's go to Leonard in Traverse City, Michigan, listening on 93.7 FM. The ticket Cadillac to Traverse City. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, Huge. I think you're spot on about missed tackles, drop passes. But all in all, the Lions had a good year. We're so used to seven and seven and nine. Well, hold on, buddy. One second right there. There we go. That's a that's a first one on the dump button. Uh, that's a first one on the dump button. Uh, sorry, Leonard. You just got to watch your language. Trust me, if you heard my language off air last night, today, I'm right there with you, but we got rules to follow. Thank you. Leonard, Superfly, make sure you remove that from, not switch hours, but work on removing that. Okay. To the callers online, I welcome everybody in Michigan to join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Callers online, your HUGE opinions are next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, 
This special limited edition canned cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Busy Hour 1 presented by our good friends from DraftKings. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. You can bet 5 bucks on the Super Bowl and get 200 instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up. And the Michigan Sports Network and Marty Boer are giving away 1000 bucks that you could... Used to wager on the big game, just text DraftKings, one word, DraftKings, to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing a week from Wednesday. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big, bad, huge. Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcast. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, this is huge. You excited for the Super Bowl with the Lions not playing? Well, I got a huge offer from my friends on DraftKings. If you want to enjoy the Niners and the Chiefs and no Lions, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. Then just bet $5.00. On either of those NFC champion trophy stealing Niners or Taylor Swift in the Chiefs. It's about five bucks and you get 200 instantly. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure the Lions Nation, you can't wait to tune that game in. I know I can. Brock Purdy. It is 7.040 running away from Lions receivers. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. Because I'm not going to watch again. Matter of fact, I respect DraftKings. And I welcome anybody with the opportunity to win some cash and get this bonus of your new cost. So, if you want to watch the Niners as NFC champs instead of Lions. Season is over. I 
wish you could bet five bucks on if they could go back in time and kick that field goal when it's 27-24, but you can't. So you can bet on the Niners. Or, God forbid, that Taylor Swift isn't seen during the Super Bowl 7,000 times. So if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code here. You're not going to see the lines. But you'll see. You'll see the Chiefs and the Ravens. Wait a minute. It's not Chiefs and the Ravens. It's Chiefs and the Niners. Should have been Chiefs and the Lions. Lions led 24-7 at halftime. But again, if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings. Who's that code huge? You're not going to see the Lions. Well, you can bet on the Niners and the Chiefs. So pick your place. You want to bet on the team the Lions led 24-7 at halftime? Or you want to bet on... The Chiefs and see Taylor Swift, it means you're supporting her. And unless you listen to her music, there's no reason not to bet on the Niners, which should have been bet on the Lions. That's code huge when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is hour number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Hey, Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, they're giving away 1000 bucks a week from Wednesday that you can wager on the big game. Simple to enter, just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Simple entry, just text DraftKings to 21000, and you'll get all the info on how you can score 1000 in cash to bet on the big game that won't feature the Lions. We did roll out our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why the Lions blew that 24-7 halftime lead. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan, and your money stays right here in Michigan. Get back out to the audience. Matt Muskegon listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. Thanks for the wait. You're on the huge show. Um, excuse me. Arguably, I don't know, maybe the one of the worst second second half collapses of any game, <sighs> especially with those implications on the line that I've ever seen or probably most Detroit fans or sports fans have seen. Um. Dan Campbell doesn't seem to have a feel for the game, for the moment during the game. I mean, you can you can reference back three years and see how many games have been lost because of his inability to make the right decision at the right time. And I think, you know, I'm not an expert by any means. I don't get paid to talk about sports, but it just seems like he's 
he's cost his team in this this game in particular is going to sting forever because they might not get back to this this point in a long time. But for them to lose the way that they did and how they lost, obviously it's not just his fault. They dropped passes. They didn't tackle, as you suggested. But at the end of the day, you know, they play a flawless first half. Mm. Basically flawless. I don't know if you could have played a better first half and then to come out and lay an egg in the second half and just roll over. They just laid, they just lied down huge and uh that one's gonna hurt for a while if you're a lions fan so that's about all i got to say about it all right well thank you matt and muskegon and it really didn't it wasn't the start of the second half they had that drive before the reynolds first drop and they were moving and i like i said i think he went for that first fourth down to put the niners away and it backfired that's the understatement of the year Let's go to Frederick in Grand Rapids, also listening on our flagship station, 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Hey, good morning. I mean, good afternoon. How you doing? What's up, big man? Oh, nothing much, man. I'm just giving you a call. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome to the show, my man. Hey, hey. Huge, I mean, it's a lot of blame to go around last night, but, you know, at least we did make it there. I, I feel comfort in that, but... This is the funny thing about me watching the game. This is just something I just got to let you know. I'm watching it with my cousin. I'm living off the hog the first half. This dude actually told me, what, five minutes to go in the second quarter before halftime that Detroit was going to score no more in the second half. I made a $50 bet with him because I just thought he was crazy. <laughs> now I'm sitting back with egg on my face. But I paid the $50 and I mean... But still, I'm still proud of my lines. So am I. Because I remember 91. You know, I, I remember 91. Mm, so but am I. Because Dan Campbell, should Dan Campbell have went for them that three points? I think he should have at that point. Because when it was 27-24 to tie it up, right? Right, right. right. So, you know, I thought he should have went for the three. But, you know, like you said, I think he was just trying to put the game away. But. I think we will be back there next year. That's all I had to say. And you have a great show. Thank you. Yeah, Frederick, sorry you lost 50 bucks. Man, could you imagine that if you bet $50 of the buddy five minutes to go in the first half and he's going to say Lions won't score another point in the game? So that would be just after they got – yeah, it would be – so it's 24 after they, they kicked their last field goal, Right. Or they won't score a point in the second half. That was the bet. It was a, not the game. It was the second half. That's crazy. I think Spunky, Spanky, <laughs> Spunky, <laughs> and Sparta. Then we'll get to Risden, who's standing by from Lions Wire in my hometown of Sparta, Michigan. Spanky, not Spunky. That sounds too. That sounds too weird. How you doing, Spanky? Time no talk. Hey, you once, uh, over 20 years ago, you dubbed me the Iron Man of the huge listening audience, and I'm uh, proud to report that I've been married and now have three kids uh, for 20 years. Well, that's so, good. I thought you were going to bring up, uh, like, you know, I dated your sister or something. I was a little concerned there. I just want to, <laughs> you know, Sparta, I, I thank God there was no camera phones or social networks back in the day with the Sparta Spartans, but I'm, I'm good. What's on your mind, Spanky? Well, we won't. Oh, man, you know what? I got to tell you, uh, 
I'm a little different perspective than everybody else. I was more angry after the Dallas playoff loss nine years ago than I was last night because last night brought back memories for me of the 88 Pistons who were better than the Lakers but had to learn how to win. They had to learn how to live in the big moment. And I feel like the Lions were good enough to be there and to beat San Francisco but just couldn't make that play. And when the ball bounced off Vildor's helmet, I went, oh, no. The football gods are speaking oh, again, God. and it's, it's going to turn. <laughs> That's what, and it wasn't Campbell. To me, it's not Campbell's decision-making. Badgley uh, is 9 for 20 from 48-plus, one of the worst long-distance kickers in the game, and the Lions were at 75%, plus the play, two for two in the playoffs on fourth and three or less. Analytically, he made the right decision. The players got tight. The coaches got a little tight. It just they got to learn how to win that big game in the moment. And different than before, they'll be back. And I believe that. I, I believe they'll be back. It just it, there's a lot of luck to get back to the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. Go ask Lamar Jackson. Go ask Baltimore. They looked invincible for the most part this year, right? And they're going to be watching the Super Bowl with the Lions because it's a Chiefs. And the Niners, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of our Lions insiders. He is standing by on the Roast Umber coffee guest line. And so, Rizzy, take me back to halftime last night. I know you're down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, what are you thinking when it's 24-7 Lions at halftime? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to get thrown out of my hotel room for making too much noise. Uh, it was it was so exciting. Look, I knew, and, and Dan said this after the game, we knew San Francisco was going to come back. They were going to make adjustments. They were too good not to. But I really thought that the Lions were going to withstand it, that they would be able to, you know, you know, take up, you know, even after the first score from San Francisco, like, okay. But then the, the Gibbs fumble to me um, after the fluke play where, where I caught the ball off of Fildor, that was when I started to worry because uh, that's – you needed to stop the momentum from, from running out the door there, and it, it all went over to the, the San Francisco side, and they just didn't have it. But at halftime, man, I was buzzing. I was feeling great. I was ready to, ready to you know figure out how to get out to Las Vegas to get to the Super Bowl because uh, I, I was ready to be there, and uh, it didn't didn't last. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow both on Facebook, Twitter, online. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I thought your tweet, and I, I shared it uh, late last night, that it's not all on Dan Campbell. The the tackling, Brock Purdy was wrapped up for three sacks and got away for first downs, I think, every single time. I'm not sure if they all were first downs, but they really kept drives alive. Uh, the coverage, Cam Sutton, CJ were just, Cam maybe made one play, uh, had an interception, alligator arm, that one, can't tackle. CJ was horrible. Uh, in terms of analytics and just visually, uh, there you know Kaminsky has disappeared this year. I don't know what happened to that guy compared to uh, last year. I don't know if he didn't work out all all year long or something. And uh, surprisingly, Hutchinson was getting pushed around by Kittle at times last night. Yeah, but again, that's a good football team. They deserve to be in the Super Bowl. But yeah, there was there was a lot of issues with Lions execution. You know, Josh Reynolds putting two on the ground. Oh. Amon Ross St. Brown putting two on the ground. Uh, that can't happen. Uh, that's, that's how you lose football games. You know, the, the play calls were there. The design was there. And 
they didn't, they didn't make the plays, and that, the 49ers did. Um, a couple of them somewhat un, unlikely, but you know, that's what you do. When, when you've got Ifeatu Malifamu, and he's got he's got both hands and his momentum flying down, and Purdy gets out of that, like, <laughs> that's not Dan Campbell's fault. <laughs> you know, uh, that's there's a whole lot of fingers like to blame on on where the, the game was lost. But for me, it was lack of execution uh, towards the end of the first half, and then early in the second half, um, the, the missed tackles, the missed opportunities to, to catch passes. That's uh, you, you can't be that sloppy and win. Baltimore had the same issue, by the way. They weren't necessarily. The, I don't think Kansas City was the better team, but they played better that day. They made fewer mistakes, and they. they they you know, made the plays that they needed to, and, and Baltimore couldn't do it. You know, thing happened in the NFC. Yeah, the one thing I began my show with, the most under-talked-about thing, not just the misses on Purdy, at least three sacks, but how many times they missed tackles that would have been a one- or two-yard gain that became seven or eight. Yeah, and that was uh, – Malik Fonru was on the hook for a couple of those. Uh, your guy Kaminsky was on the hook for one of those. Hutchinson missed one. Romeo Aquara missed one, a big one, uh, because that happened a couple plays before a touchdown and it otherwise would have produced a third and long. Yeah, they're, they've got to get better at, at doing the little things like that. The other one that got me, uh, and I don't think this gets talked about enough, Jack Fox's punt was perfect. It was as good as you can possibly punt the ball – and Chase Lucas has his toes in the end zone when he grabs it. Uh, that's that's a 19 and a half yard gain to start a drive for the for the 49ers, and they needed every inch of it. That's those are the kind of mistakes that you just cannot make. You got to have that attention to detail. Chase Lucas is normally a very good player on on special teams coverage. wasn't on that play, and you can't have those errors. You just can't. And burning the time out uh, when you're trying for the miracle rally. Granted, there still was a long ways to go, but. You know, running that ball, who, who makes that play call when you're chasing points? So that was actually my least favorite play of the game, and that was one where I do think that Dan Campbell needed to override Ben Johnson on that one because uh, you cannot run the ball. There. He's, again, you just can't do that, uh, and that, that one was dumb. Um, I didn't hate the, the, the going for the touchdowns. Uh, they clearly don't trust Michael Bassley. If you have a kicker that you don't trust, and he's your fifth kicker in 18 months. I'm okay with not putting a lot on the field. Um, that, that speaks to a larger issue that they're going to have to address this offseason, but you know, they're good on fourth down. As, as Spanky from Sparta said quite correctly, um, they're very good on fourth downs, that, and that's also the, the identity of the team. They're playing to win. They're not playing not to lose, and Dan Campbell played to win. The play calls were there. The execution, Goff, Goff made good enough throws on both, well, the first one, Second one was the second one where they didn't go for the field goal and the second went for the touchdown. That was an awful play. Um, and that one's on Ben Johnson. That play call specifically was awful. Um, very low chance to work. Um, not enough options if, if the primary read wasn't there. Those are the types of things that, that frustrated me about Ben Johnson. We've talked about that quite a bit, uh, how he gets a little bit overhyped and, and in love with his own creativity instead of the, the practicality of actually executing the plays. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was frustrating. You know, it, it's weird being down here. Um, we're we're here with media from pretty much all teams, and uh, everybody's like, you know, coming up, and I, I got a couple of hugs today, and a couple of you know, conciliatory fists and everything. And it's, 
uh, it's almost like they're expecting us all to want to, you know, jump out in, into the Mobile Bay here. And at, at the same time, I know, and I talked to I talked to producer Brett before we came on the air. We're going to feel really, really good with looking back on this team about Wednesday or Thursday of this week. But right now, it's just not fun. Thanks, yeah. Well, what about uh, Campbell told the team, hey, it's really tough. There's no, and I get there's no guarantees. There isn't every year. I mean, look at the Lions. Last time they went to the NFC Championship, where they went five, six games the next year. Uh, injuries, your schedule, bounce of the ball, luck, coaching decisions, all that. How are the Lions set up for this salary cap window? And they got a ton of salary cap money. They got four picks in the first three rounds. Uh, they're young. Uh, is it a five to seven year window they have, and there will be opportunities for this team to be even better beginning next year? How many times do you think they get back to the NFC Championship game? I'll just start there. Yeah, I, I think they're very well suited, and some of it is if you look around the NFC, there isn't anybody better than them. I mean, San Francisco obviously is going to the Super Bowl, and they're a very good team. They're further deeper into their window than what Detroit is. Detroit's just opened this year, and with the, the young core that they've got, you know, with Panay and Hutch, and you know, the, the rookie class from this year, they're they're set up for the next three, four years very, very nicely with what they can add this offseason, what they can draft, um, with the emphasis on player development from the coaching staff. They're in a really, really good spot to be one, one of the two or three best teams in the NFC the next three or four years. Does that mean they're going to get the championship game? No, it doesn't. Like you said, you know, you got to get, you got to get the right breaks. You got to have the, the players execute. Um, weird things happen in the playoffs all the time, but uh, they're, they will definitely be the favorites to win the NFC North next year and hosting hopefully one, two, or even three more playoff games next year. Uh, and, and next year is when you start to get disappointed if they can't advance in a game that they have a 24 to seven halftime lead because uh, <laughs> That can't happen again. Much as I love Dan Campbell, uh, and I don't pin the loss on him uh, very much, hardly at all. Uh, that's that's when people start to wonder: like, is this guy cursed? Is it snake bit? What's going on here? Why can't he win? Uh, that's uh, those are conversations that I don't want to have. But yeah, this is a team that is set up very, very nicely for the next three, four seasons, uh, as long as they can, you know, get get guys locked up. Amon Ross St. Brown is going to need money at some point. Panay is going to need money. Hutch is going to need money. They've got it, but uh, how much they have of it and what they can add around that, that's, that's a little bit in flux. But that's more for next offseason. This offseason, there's not a lot of really big free agents that are leaving that they have to keep. And I think that's one of the things that, that we're looking at right now is, you know, where, do they, where can they add next year? And they're, they're in pretty good shape to, to keep most of the core together. And that's, that's what you want to do. And like I mentioned, uh, four picks in the first three rounds. NFL draft will be in Detroit. Jeff Risden, Lion, uh, Lions Wire, and also Draft Wire. If you want to get set up for the draft, he's down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, as we speak. Uh, Jeff, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week, and I'll get your thoughts on what the Lions offseason will look like for the fans, okay? Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. All right, Jeff Risden, checking in from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. We do have our huge question of the day. Uh, presented by Coppercraft Distillery, Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day. Number one reason why the Lions blew that 24-7 halftime lead. You can join us, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show 
on Facebook. You can also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Ralph and Adrian, Michigan, listening on our longtime affiliate, 96.5 The Cave, or 96.5 The Cave. You're on the HUGE show. How you doing, sir? Doing good, Ralph. How's life in Adrian? You know what? It's uh, it's getting warmer out here, so the snow's mounting, and I can I can feel spring coming around the corner. So Amen, I'm doing brother. pretty good. What's on your mind? Well, I have a question for you because everything I was going to cover, you guys pretty much talked about. You know about the, the execution in the second half. But here's a question for you, and I actually um, I heard this stat this morning, and I don't know if you I don't know if you've heard it or if you you know entertained the idea of looking it up, but. I was told that the, the the kicker for the Lions has not kicked a field goal over 40 yards outdoors this year. I don't know if, if that's something you heard, and, and that kind of played in the decision. Because I think Dan Campbell, did, I think he did a great job decision-making. I think, you know, I mean, I'm not going to really blame him for his decision-making because that's what got him here. I mean, that's, you know, his, his decision-making, you know, his gambling is what got him here. So I'm not going to blame him for it. I don't expect anyone to change, you know, their play calling or their decision making. You know, when the game's in the line, they're going to do what they've been doing all year, and that's what he's been doing. So, I don't know if you heard that stat about this field goal kick. No, I, I know he's so, nine for his last twenty, but he he'd been pretty good with Detroit coming back. And Ralph, thanks for the call from Adrian, and I love ninety six five uh, the Cave, Southeast Michigan's go to sports leader in Adrian. Yeah, I I always said you're going to need a 50-yard field goal. If you've been listening to the show last quarter of the year, you'll need a field goal in the playoffs, just the way it rolls. I'm glad we're all talking about it because that does – we're all – I'm hearing different, you know, viewpoints from Adrian to Traverse City to the UP. I, I get it, ma'am. It's just hard to sit here and realize – that the Lions led 24-7 at halftime and blew it. That That is still tough to take. Let's go to Keon and Flint listening on Sports Extra 1330. You're on the Huge Show. How you doing, Huge? What's up, my man? First time caller, long time listener. Thank you. I am... Um... I uh, I I actually I really really liked what I saw yesterday. I really liked what I saw. We showed ourselves that we can play with anybody. That gives us something to work on at the beginning of next year. That chip on our shoulder should be there, and it should be there with even more intensity. I thought Dan Campbell called a really good game. What I saw was inexperience, youth, and execution. This what lost the game. Thank you, Keon. A lot of people want to. Yeah, a lot of people want to blame Dan Campbell for his going forward on fourth down, but nobody complained when he did it, and we won games. It was only a problem. I'm only on the second one. The only, the only, the only fourth down I would have tried the field goal. I'm, I'm cool with the first one, and that's on Reynolds for dropping it. The second one, though, when your team was reeling. I would have went for the field goal attempt to try and tie it and give your team some life. That's my. That's the only call with with Campbell that uh, I'll I'll take issue with. I understand that. I understand that. I, I honestly, I, I I like 
that he trusts his offense, his guys so much that no matter the situation, give it to him, we'll get it done. I like that mentality. Keon, thank you so and much. I hope he keeps it. He will. He'll, he'll keep thank it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Keon. You know, and the one thing that, that kind of caught my attention post-game, when Campbell was talking and he said he told his team, you may never get this chance again. And then the media said, do you believe that? He says, no, I don't. But he, he told it to his team. At the time, I think he wanted his team to understand what they're feeling right now. And that he's letting them know you never want to go back there again and blow a chance. That's what I think that setup. And Campbell's been very good about the. If you look at him, really, it started last year during that eight and two run in the end of last year, where he talked about the off season and this year his messaging and the way he said he wants those guys to understand that you never want to feel that again. You never want to feel that again because there are a lot of great stories on teams who are close. And then they're driven during the offseason because they want to go win it. And I do agree with the inexperience. Think about the impact players yesterday. J-Mo to start. Second year, basically a rookie with the suspension and the knee injury out of Alabama. Gibbs, Branch, Vildor, Sutton, and CJ. And you're not getting blown out by 30. Give Aaron Glenn some credit. Kaminsky. He he's going on a magician's tour right now because he disappears, but they didn't get blown out by 30. Hutch didn't have a great game, but they didn't get blown out. So what keeps them together? I think they're a team, good and bad. But I did find it interesting when Campbell, first thing he told him. I don't know if we'll ever get back here. It almost sounded like a challenge to the team that their off-season message will be, we are getting back here and we're going to finish the job. That to me, as I digest everything I've read, heard, even my emotions, I actually had a dream the Lions won. That's when I think there's a desperate side of my brain Kind of like when a woman shoots me down and I have a dream that we marry. <laughs> I, I believe he set the tone and the bar here. You don't get a lot of chances to get back here. I don't know if we're going to get back here. And those players are going to say, we're going to show coach what we're going to do. Mm. I love it. I'm already back on the bandwagon. It's about 20 hours of feeling lost. Sitting in a parking lot, just five bags of fast food that I just wanted. Chewing on it. Watching replays. Listening to my interviews. That soothes my soul. If you want to join in, our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery, number one reason why you think the Lions blew that 24-7 lead at halftime. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank. 
listener line, roast number coffee guest line, Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 20 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. And even though the lines aren't in the Super Bowl, if you're a new customer, you use code HUGE when you sign up. You can bet 5 bucks on the Super Bowl and get 200 instantly in free bets. Just use code HUGE. When you sign up and the Michigan Sports Network and Marty Boer giving away $1,000 in cash a week from Wednesday that you can wager on the big game. Just text DraftKings one word 
to 21,000. You'll get all the details, simple and easy. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Let's go to Larry and Kalamazoo listening on 96.1, the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Hey, huge. Good listening to you. I think I've been listening to you 20 years. Really like the show. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Well, I agree with most of what you said. I agree with uh, what Risden said as well. I guess the way I look at it, um, that first field goal was the one I had the most problem with. And I've agreed with most everything Campbell has done all year. Um, But my thought there was we had a 17-point lead at halftime. We were elated with that. Eight minutes later, we could have still had a 17-point lead. And that was just the the tip of the iceberg for the momentum that we lost. So I, I was really screaming at the screen. We got to go for this one. It's only 45 yards or whatever. And I think you got to trust your kicker on that one. Well, you know, they haven't, they've been all over the place on kickers. And I really think that's something that nobody's talked about until the level the lions have gone. And Larry, thanks for the call from Kalamazoo. You can hear 96 won the game out of grand Rapids loud and clear. They may have to invest in a free agent kicker and pay some money for a kicker. You can just look at that game and say that's enough of a reason, last night's game, to invest in a kicker. Or even a you got four picks in the first three rounds. Even pull a Niners thing where they went after Moody. Let's go to Maury and Kentwood listening on 96 won the game out of GR. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, huge man. You know, I'll tell you what, dude, as a lifelong fan and, and, and just about your age, it's so hard to watch that opportunity go away uh, like it did. Um, why at times they seem to turn away from the running game uh, it boggles my mind. When you're up three scores and your last caller alluded to it, you have to, you have to take the points at that time, huge, because, you know, I'm not sure Dan Campbell – really knows how to coach with the lead. You know, eat some time up, man. Kick a couple field goals. If you have, you know, how many, how many minutes you think, if you make one first down in a drive, you know, you're, you're accumulating probably four minutes a drive with just one first down, right? I mean, you know, great year and everything, man, but it is what it is. It's a lost opportunity, bro. It's a lost opportunity, and that's tough to take. Mo, we love you, buddy. Appreciate you listening in Kenwood, just south of Grand Rapids. You want to join in our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why the Lions blew that 24-7 halftime lead. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Steven Grand Rapids, you're on the HUGE show. Steven. Am I here? Yeah, you're live yep, on the air. Here. Yeah, so I uh, my two cents is last night. I, I know we keep talking about, keep reading about the analytics of last night's game and how it made more sense to go for, um, go for those fourth down conversions over the field goals. But I feel like anybody who's played sports, when it comes to like a playoff, sometimes you have to throw the analytics aside. I mean, it never helped Billy Bean in Oakland. And... Uh, I think anybody who plays sports knows when you're on the road, momentum is such a big thing. And I think with, when we had the chance to go up 17 points 
with six minutes left to go in the third quarter, and we didn't take that chance and gave gave them an opportunity to gain momentum, it obviously changed the course of the game. It did, man. And that's why the first one I'm cool with because Reynolds has been money with golf. They've been a great connection. And I have that video actually pinned at Huge Show on Twitter, and I'll, I'll stay with what I said when it happened last night. The minute he dropped that, that let the Niners back in the game. It did. And you can bookmark that and go to zeros on the scoreboard. Just catching that's another three minutes, if not longer, at the 21-yard line of San Francisco. You're up 24-10. You're going to get a field goal now. But I think Dan Campbell was going for the win and a touchdown and felt if he got up three scores and there's two or three minutes left in the third quarter, they're not going to give up more than 21 to lose the game in the fourth quarter, even though they had a horrific third quarter. You want to join in? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Callers online, I'll get your thoughts on the Lions next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The sharp-dressed, simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports. 
Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted with the Lions logos everywhere on it. It's Lions colors. It's made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me, Lomas, that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get a Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, we'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people. What they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it, but that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions, and it's just been a ride. It just really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, Just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available. Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the Crew and Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas will talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. I do want to remind Joe, Mike, another Mike from Midland, Joe and Mike from GR, Rusty and Allendale. We'll get to your thoughts on the Lions coming up in our next segment. Busy afternoon, so I apologize for the long wait on the phones today. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Also, if you miss any huge opinion, interview hour, full show, our podcast are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search the Huge Show, wherever they download podcast, And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, this is Huge. You excited for the Super Bowl with the Lions not playing? I got a huge offer 
with my friends on DraftKings. If you want to enjoy the Niners and the Chiefs and no Lions, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. Then just bet $5 on either of those NFC champion trophy stealing Niners Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. It's about five bucks and you get 200 instantly. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure the Lions Nation, you can't wait to tune that game in. I know I can. Brock Purdy and his 7.040 running away from Lions receivers. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. Matter of fact, I respect DraftKings. And I welcome anybody with the opportunity to win some cash and get this bonus of your new cash. So, you want to watch the Niners as NFC champs instead of Lions? Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now on the Lions because their season is over. I wish you could bet five bucks on if they could go back in time and kick that field goal in this 27-24 beat camp. So you can bet on the Niners. Or, God forbid, that Taylor Swift isn't seen during the Super Bowl 7,000 times. So if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code here. You're not going to see the lines. But you'll see. You'll see the Chiefs and the Ravens. Wait a minute. It's not Chiefs and the Ravens. It's Chiefs and the Niners. Should have been chasing the Lions. Lions led 24-7 at halftime. But again, if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings. Who's that code huge? You're not going to see the Lions. But you can bet on the Niners and the Chiefs. So pick your place. You want to bet on the team the Lions led 24-7 at halftime? Or you want to bet on the Chiefs and see Taylor Swift? It means you're supporting her. And unless you listen to her music, there's... No reason not to bet on the Niners, which should have been bet on lines. That's code huge when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on the day after. The Lions blew a 17-point halftime lead. They were basically about 22 minutes from the Super Bowl. That close. 
Taking your feedback on our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why you think they lost that game last night, you can join us on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Inside this hour, Frank Schwab, national columnist for the NFL for Yahoo.com, will join us in Scott Hansen from the NFL Red Zone on the NFL Network. Back to the audience, Joe and Grand Rapids. Thanks for the wait. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. How are you today? What's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, discouraging last night's uh, game, but uh, but uh, not uh, dis- not uh, not discouraged for the future. And um, I wanted to just get your opinion on something here. I noticed that. Uh, in the second half, uh, uh, Jared Goff didn't seem to be as accurate as he uh, was, and I saw him. If you if you noticed uh, close ups of him, he was sort of working his arm and uh, his shoulder like he had a kink in it or something like that. I wonder if he got nicked up or something uh, in that second half. I just some of those throws were just uncharacteristically off, eh? Yeah, I, I agree with that, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, the, the the duck on the double pass where he couldn't even throw it like 30 yards. Good point. Let's go to Midland and Mike listening on 100.9 FM, The Mitt. You're on the huge show. Michael. You there, Mike? Am I? Is this Mike? Are you there? Are there a few? Are there huge? You're in Midland, Your right? Promo would- yeah, your DraftKings promo made me laugh, so I'm gonna try to make you laugh. Okay. Um, so when you see grit, when you see grit on Dan Campbell's hat, what does that stand for? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. What does it stand for? From today on, it will be called together. Get ready. I'm going for two. Get ready. I'm going for two. Thank you, Mike and Midland. Mike and Gr listening on ninety six one. The game. You're on this Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Michael. Hey, uh, two quick questions for you, Huge. Number one, how do you think it affects our thought or the decision-making in the second half if we went for it at the end of the first half? After driving down to the red zone, we decided to kick three. How do you think that changes things if we decide to go for it, whether we get it or not? And secondly, how do you feel about more and more teams going for it on fourth? It seems like when I was growing up, everybody kicked a three. You get down, you take the points, you earned it. Hard to score in the NFL. A lot has to happen right for the other offense to come down and score on you. Just seems like over the last five years or so, it's been nothing but go for it. It's analytics. When I grew up, it was always take the points. It's analytics, Michael, and I appreciate the call in GR. And that is a good point. If you're going to go for the three-score lead just before halftime, how do you not go for the three-score lead with two opportunities in the second half? That is a good point, Michael. Rusty in Allendale, Michigan, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Yes, Hughes, i got a, uh, a question for you. I, uh, I went to the Ford Field two weeks ago to watch the Lions beat the Rams. It was magical. We beat the Bucks. And I told myself, you know, we got a good chance to beat the Niners. The first half, we were all over them, perfect half. They had like 150 yards rushing. I told myself at halftime, if we can just hold, you know, San Francisco gets the ball first, 
get home to maybe a field goal or maybe even a punt and get lucky. We'll be in the game. They get a field goal. So we're up by 14. We get the ball back. We're driving. We're across midfield. I go, holy moly, man, if we score here, this game could be over. We get to that controversial, debatable play in the fourth and three. But my question to you is, or just a question, does Dan and uh, Ben Johnson talk about plays? But it was third and five, I think, the play before it. Do uh, you know what that play was, the formation was, to set up the fourth and three play? I forget. I was in a crowded bar. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a run play, which is fine. We've run all day long, but who was the running back at the time? It was St. Brown. St. Brown was the only one in the backfield. He got two or three yards, which was good. But we've been pounding them with Gibbs and Montgomery all day long. And I think if we could have ran, I think it was third and five, you could have put Montgomery in there. I think we would have got, you know, two chances of getting a first down instead of, you know, now it's fourth and three. It's almost a pass play. But, you know, if Montgomery has the ball. I think he, him and Gibbs might power forward for maybe more yardage, be fourth and one. Gives us more options. Could run it. Quarterback sneak it, pass it. But it was kind of a weird formation, I thought. And I just wonder, you know, is there a – and does Dan and Ben, you know – Grand play caller. It was just kind of a weird play. I thought with St. Brown in the backfield. Well, they they ran the they ran the St. Brown in the backfield before. I'd like to see some JMO back there, and I, I believe they do communicate. End of the day on that drive, which I thought would have put away the game, because it would have been minimum field goal. Reynolds just dropped it. That's it. I, I don't blame coaches on that one. I twenty seven twenty four. You're down. You try the field goal to tie it, but. You know, we're all armchair quarterbacks. Lions are done. Super Bowl is set. Let's go talk to Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. He's standing by in the roast umber coffee guest line. And wow, that was like two games in one uh, late last night there in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm sure Lions fans lived about two lifetimes, too, through that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's just... A crushing, heartbreaking loss. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm here in Denver, and I have a couple of Lions fan friends, and each of them just texting me, basically saying, "Hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to stay with you in Vegas. I, I'm going to book a flight." Like they were, it was there. It was the whole thing. It was 24/7. It, it's it, they'd all played them completely. There was no reason to believe that game was going to change that dramatically. And then, you know, the, the, the first fourth down decision that's going to be talked about all off season that happens. And I hate to say this because it sounds so, you know, it's, I have nothing against the Lions, but I don't think any other team I would have thought this. The moment that ball hit the ground, I thought the 49ers were winning this game. Like, immediately. Like, it wasn't even a question in my mind. And then the game just changes, the Ayuk play and the Gibbs fumble and all that. It just, I, it's rare to see a, a game change that dramatically. I mean, a race a 17-point deficit in eight minutes of game time is just absurd, and I just feel for the Lions. It's a great story, great fan base, and deserve to, to experience a Super Bowl, and to have that snatch from them like that is just, I don't know how you bounce back from that. I really don't. It is a brutal, brutal loss. It's a lifetime memory. It is. Unless they get to a Super Bowl, and they eclipse it, and they get back to an NFC Championship game in the next couple of years, and they go win it, and they exercise demons like it took them you know 30 plus years to exercise uh, these demons in this playoff run in this 2023-2024 uh, season and I, I, I set it to start the show today by the way uh, Frank that the minute that ball hit the ground and he dropped it I, I looked at a crowded bar bunch of people and I said Lions aren't going to survive this. You could feel the momentum. You could visually see it with Shanahan, with the players, with the crowd. It completely flipped. 
It does. Totally agree. I totally agree with that. And that's what, I mean, and I'm sure you've been debating this all day, and everybody there will debate it all, all spring and summer. What analytics doesn't always take into account is unquantifiable things like momentum. And I believe in that, even though I believe in analytics, too. And I know a lot of people, analytics people think momentum is, is, is fooey and all that. I, you know sometimes when a ga- the tenor of a game changes, and it changed completely. And I'm not sure Dan Campbell really thought about what happens if we don't make this. You think about the positive. You think about, okay, if we could, we're trying to step on their throat. We can keep this drive going. We can take away. You know, we could score, we could take their heart, all that kind of stuff. You don't think about what's this going to be like if we don't get it. I think that if they kick the field goal there, look, they, they're up 17 at the half. 49ers get a field goal right away to give them some life, give them some momentum. If the Lions come back and kick a field goal right away, it's back to 17, and the 49ers like, oh, my goodness, we're down three scores again. It just it, the entire field changes other than, wow, we're only down 14 now. We go and score right here. We're down seven and it's still third quarter. Order. I just think that they gave them so much life that the Lions didn't convert right there and just gave the ball away without scoring points that it just, you could sense it. And I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to be the only one to just sense that this this game just changed completely. And, and the 49ers had life all of a sudden. Whereas if you kick the field goal, it's not exactly what you want. Yeah, you want the seven every time, of course. But you kick the three there, and they're still at arm's length. They still have a long, long way to go to come back in that game. I just I don't think that, again, I'm an analytics guy. I, I believe in it. But I think there are times when it's okay to take the points. And, you know, I mean, the Dan Campbell, like, oh, this is, this is their identity. This is what they got there. You got to play how, exactly how you played in a regular season. I don't agree with that. You've never been up 14 points in an NFC championship game. This is all situ- everything in life is situational. And that situation called for a different approach than they had taken in, say, you know, week six against the Rams or whatever. That's why the second fourth down attempt that failed when it's 27 24 and your your team is on the ropes that's when i try that field goal to tie it up and say look we're back to even now let's go out there you know campbell with his motivation the culture and they didn't do it and again you watch not hitting that field goal lines might have been playing to take it to overtime when they scored the last yeah, yeah, td right yeah. I didn't. I don't know why, but I didn't. I think it's because of the length of the field goal. I didn't hate that decision as much. The second one. Yeah, like forty-eight. I get, I get everything you're talking about. Yeah, forty-eight is not a gimme, especially if you got a Justin Tucker or Harrison Bucker. Okay, I, I get that, but Badgley's not exactly an elite kicker. So I, I think that that there's a, a bit of a risk in a field goal there too. I ultimately, I probably would have tried the field goal. I, I can't lie to you. I think that that would have been my play. But then even then, the 49ers get the ball back. It's tied. They just need a field goal. I kind of understood that one. It's the first one that has me flummoxed. I just think that at that moment, at that time, that situation, if you don't get it, and it's, you know, I mean, fourth and twos, it, it, it's not a gimme in the NFL against a good team. Like, I I just think that the the downside there was just too much. And I just, I, I the first one bothered me. The second one, I'm like, I get it, I guess. I still probably would have come out on the other side. But yeah, the, the first one is the one that's, <laughs> even, I don't even have anything on stake with the Lions. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm not from Michigan, but I I, I just, it's going to stick with me because I was just so invested in the story of this team breaking through and finally making a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they didn't make it. Uh, came up uh, really about 22 minutes, 23 minutes of game time short. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. You read about the Super Bowl. I don't think a lot of Lions fans have a lot of interest in the Super Bowl 
Uh, right <laughs> now, looking at the Niners, is kind of looking at an old girlfriend's wedding photos. Not going to happen uh, here for a little bit. We'll see as the days go by. Frank, always appreciate your huge opinions. Absolutely, I appreciate it. All right, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You want to join in our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. Number one reason why the Lions lost that game. They led 24-7 at half last night in San Francisco. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000 to interact with the show for free at any time. Also, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000, and you can enter to win $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game. You want all the info? It's free to enter. Just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2023-24 Detroit Lions season has come to a close. The NFC Championship is where this magical ride would come to an end. After jumping out to a red-hot start in the first half, leading 24-7, headed into halftime, San Francisco. The 49ers rolled back in the second half, outscoring Detroit 27-7. What's interesting is that back in 1957, the last time Detroit had won a road playoff game, the score was 24-7 at the half. The only difference was it was the Niners who had the lead. Some judgment calls from Dan Campbell will be debated. Missed tackles, drop passes, a would-be interception off of a face mask, plenty to debate and discuss in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. But none of it will be able to replace the memory of what was a historic year for the Detroit Lions franchise. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. 
He would share for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Anywhere in the world, you get mobile service. You can listen live weekdays at 3. It's the day after show you never wanted to do. Halftime, I was on the American Airlines app. Looking at the outrageous flight tickets, it didn't matter. We're doing our show out there two weeks, one week, I don't know. And at the end of the game, I'm hitting a drive through on the way home, and it's 34 degrees. And the Lions season is over. Unbelievable. Let's go talk to Scott Hansen. Does an awesome job for the NFL Network, host of the NFL Red Zone channel. You see him on the NFL Network. He is standing by in the roast umber Coffee guest sign and Scott here in the state of Michigan, still a state of shock. No, Bill, I, I just heard what you said there and, and I feel your pain. I, uh, I arranged this where we arranged this interview last week and I sincerely thought it could be a rejoicing and looking ahead combination appearance for me on the huge show. And instead, I get to join all those born and raised in the state of Michigan or those who live there now or those, those around the NFL universe who have found themselves in the, the attracting orbit of this amazing Detroit Lions bunch in lamenting that it is. It has come to an end, and uh, who knows what the next year ahead looks like. Where, bad, bad times. Where'd you grow up in Michigan? Rochester, Rochester. Oh. Yep, born, born and raised. Fifteen, yeah, yeah. On the back roads, fifteen to eighteen minutes away from the Pontiac Silverdome mm. with so, season tickets to the Lions uh, all those years. Growing this is going to ask yep. that, yeah, Lions fan. So, all right, so your NFL Network host and Red Zone, you guys are doing that usually during the year with all the games going on. Uh, your thoughts on what you were going through when you see halftime, when you look at what the Lions oh. did to the Niners. In San Francisco in the first half, one of the best halves of football ever under Dan Campbell, considering yeah. NFC yeah. Championship game on the road against the one seed. And then that infamous call where it's really not on Campbell because Reynolds dropped the ball, and here comes Big Mo on the San Fran side, and you can almost feel what was coming. Yeah. I, look at 
I, I don't remember a game this year. We've played in the NFL. We've played somewhere in the neighborhood of 280 games. I do not remember a game that was first half, second half. Absolutely, one team couldn't do anything wrong, and the other team couldn't do anything right, and then flip-flopping it the other way around. I had texted some buddies. I had buddies that were going to come into Vegas, and I don't know how I was going to be able to score as many Super Bowl tickets as I was going to need to get my childhood friends in for the big game. I said, this is over. The Detroit Lions offensive line has won this game in the first half. I mean, they were getting anything they wanted to. When you're running Montgomery and Gibbs in between the tackles, and it's it's second and three on a regular basis, and then Ben Johnson had them completely off off balance with hitting them inside, going outside the play action. I said, this game is this game is done. Like the most absurd things would need to happen for the Lions not to close this game out in the second half. And then, sure enough, yeah. And, and it wasn't just one thing, in my opinion. Uh, yes, the, the the Campbell aggressiveness caught up with him at the end. I think the second time issuing the field goal and going forward on fourth down was probably worse than the first. Reynolds has got to catch that ball. He, Reynolds has got to catch the uh, the third and ten ball that uh, ended up being a a three and out uh, when he dropped it right right in his chest. Uh, but then the Gibbs fumble immediately after the Niners touchdown, and then, of course, the play that preceded that in two or three plays earlier, the the Jose Canseco ricochet off of the helmet <laughs> and into the arms of the defender. Now, only you and I and the old-timers will get that reference. Do you remember that, Jose Yeah, Canseco? it's, it's kind of like the Jose off the noggin meets the immaculate the reception, noggin. too. It, 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 there you go, Bill. There you go. And, and I, everything needed to go wrong. For the Lions not to be able to close that out, and they still had a chance at the end, but it was it was it was disastrous, disastrous. They they were complicit in their own demise, uh, and and then the the Niners are still a championship quality team, and the breaks all went San Francisco's way in the second half. Sad, sad time. So Scott, as a growing up a Lions fan there on the east side of the state of Rochester, NFL Network Red Zone Channel host, that's not the end. But is it the beginning of something consistent and special? I, I won't throw Dynasty out there. Maybe if they would have won a Super Bowl this year, you could have had that argument over a beer. But it's yeah. not the end. But based on their youth, golf is still young, ton of salary cap room, most of any of the four remaining playoff teams. Their window is just opening up. I, I think there is a four till seven year window because they're so young. They have more young guys helping out oh, yeah. as rookies than I've ever seen in the oh. NFL. So I believe there's a four to seven year window for them to exercise blowing that game last night and get those demons behind them like they did this year with a lot. A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Uh, I would also caution your audience to, to listen to the words of Dan Campbell, though, because in his post-game news conference, as emotional as he was and as red as his nose gets, win or lose, at the end of games when he's standing there at the podium in front of the microphone, he said it. He said two things. One, just the nature of the NFL, this team, this group of 53, is never going to be together again. Uh, and, and that's something that, that can't be forgotten that this was a special special group of hashtag all grit and and they won't be now it might be 
role players that are that are leaving and not the stars and not certainly not the young nucleus of this team but but this team as we know it will will not be exactly together again the second thing is there's no more sneaking up on anyone there's no they are the king of the hill in the nfc north and the the vikings the bears the packers are all going to treat it that way and then the other teams they got a first place schedule now coming back this next year in 2024. So those things you need to caution yourself for. That being said, what you just illustrated there, young star players, salary cap room, Jared Goff blossoming and playing in that system as, as well as you could ask a quarterback to play for, for chunks at a time. Uh, th- this, this is going to be a four to seven window, 47 year window of contending for the division. And then maybe putting a magical, playoff run together and and excising that demon that we had developed yesterday. I mean, I, I say this, the, the, the draft classes, the last two draft classes are just, just lights out. Yeah. I mean, not, not only special rookie players, but guys that didn't act like rookies during the year. I mean, I know the Gibbs fumble yesterday, but Jameer Gibbs is a star running back. David Montgomery is not young anymore, but you know, by the running back standards, but Montgomery's offseason acquisition was unbelievable. That one two punch that they've got in the backfield is fantastic. And then Sam Laporta put together one of the best rookie tight end seasons we have seen since Rob Gronkowski or if you want to go back further than Gronk, you know who had the best rookie tight end that, that, in terms of numbers that Laporta put up? Mike Freegan Ditka had the numbers <laughs> in a rookie tight end season that Sam Laporta had. And that's it. That's the discussion. Sam Laporta, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Ditka wow. put up numbers as rookie tight ends. That kid and that kid playing through pain the way that he did, uh, you know, after injuring himself in the, in the first game of the playoffs, tough, tough stuff. Yeah, uh, and then, of course, the offensive line right. is, is one of the best in the NFL. Um, Hutchinson and the defense got to step up and get a little bit better, but they're yep. capable, especially if they're playing for what with a lead. And then the coaching staff has, has a uh, – it's a cliche, but the culture established there that's going to be fun for, for Detroit and Michigan sports fans to watch for years to come. Yeah, by the way, in those young uh, guns for the Lions, uh, don't forget about Brian Branch on defense. But what was interesting, Hello. Uh, but Hello. I saw I saw a stat, and then, and I didn't notice this because again, the game I'm in a you know packed bar, you know having a watch party, da da da. Is that? And I wonder why Branch. I'd only see him occasionally. He only played 27 of the 66 defensive snaps, but he was the highest Pro Football Focus graded Detroit defender. Yet he didn't even play half the time last night. No one's talked about yeah, that, that. No, you know what? That's the first time hearing of this. Right. I hadn't checked PFF grades, and I didn't see the snap count. So thank you for informing me. Um, that's a question for the coaching no. staff. And, and Dan Campbell undoubtedly had a reason for it because they're, they're certainly not afraid of – I mean, I can't even say not afraid of it. They love having that young man in the game because he is a game changer. He's a thumper. And uh, mm. and he can be, he can play he can play the dual fold role that a safety has to play in the NFL wow. coverage and stepping up and, and playing against the run. I had not heard that, but I I gotta think that Dan Campbell, whether it was today or tomorrow, will be doing kind of a you know an exit interview media session, and maybe someone will bring that up. And who knows? Maybe Branch was playing through something. I right. I don't know, but but uh, no, that young man is a uh, he's an absolute seventy five percent snap. 
guy or more, I would think, in years to come. Yeah, I agree. And he, we never know. Did he get banged up early? Those things happen. We don't know. Could but, yeah. you know, because to yeah. me, his value is you line him up on one side. He can slow down the run. He can slow down quarterbacks. I yeah. He's he's an every snap guy unless he's hurt. So we'll yeah. see how that plays out. Scotty, I got to get to some Purdy runs. Right. Yeah, some Purdy runs. Oh, Purdy. To the Lions late too. Purdy runs. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You know, boy, you got a Purdy run. I'm like, what is this deliverance three on the bay in a kayak? Oh no! Come on. No. <laughs> I mean, make a tackle. You know, AJ. One thing uh, that this Al Karsten, uh, who I follow on Twitter, also sent out. How about Aiden Hutchinson? Listen to this. Recorded a 53.7 PFF pro football focus grade versus the Niners. Second worst of 2023 by any defender. His 34.8 run defense grade was the worst of his career. Three total QB pressures are the second lowest total this season. And only the fourth game with under six in the first game since week 11 without a QB hit. That's yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. No. Wow. He had a couple of close calls yesterday and did not get home, Man. and that could have made a lot of difference. And you know what? Hutchinson's a winner. He'd be the first person to tell you that that's not acceptable. That's not that. That's He's not still young. Year. He's a second-year exactly. guy. It's part of that youth movement. They learned a lot. I think yep. Campbell's message to them uh, Scotty, then I got to get to a network timeout afterwards where he said, yeah, hey, go, you don't go. know, you know, getting here is so tough. I don't know if we can get back here. That almost is the billboard message for the team during the offseason. Can you get back to the NFC Championship 100%. game and finish business? And give them a chip on their shoulder the way they had Amen. this year climbing the mountain to, to stay at the top. Amen, brother. Hey, great job, man. You're one of the best on the NFL Network, especially on the Red Zone Channel. Scott, uh, Rochester native on the east side of the state. Thank you so much for your time. All right, Bill. Good to be with you, man. That's good, man. He's got energy. I, I didn't know he was a Detroit guy. Good job, Superfly. Actually, got somebody from the NFL Network. Uh, way to go! Appreciate the, the good work there behind the scenes. And your dad, your dad's upset about me telling the story about going to Tampa game. Tell your dad, mom, I love them. That nothing I ever say is ever embellished or directed in a negative way towards the Hayes Ranch in Rockford. I, your mom, canceled. Brother-in-law Andy's birthday party, uh, upset with me. Your dad said I drove the bus over him. I said, no, we were in a limo going to the Tampa game. Not a bus. <laughs> yeah, this Al Karsten, I've followed him on, on Twitter, and it's really interesting. I mean, man, look at those numbers. How, how'd Branch play less than half? He had to be hurt then. My God, he's their best defender. He is. I was in a happy place. Now I'm getting angry again. What's going on? Let's go to Jerome in Bay City. Listening on 100.9 FM, The Mint. You're on the huge show. Yeah, second time caller, uh, long time listener. Good to have you um, on. I play a little. Pardon? Well, I said good to have you on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played a little football in, in, in high school, and um, injury took me out of the game. But anyways, uh, there's a lot to be said, and you can't put a gauge on it, for emotion that, that the offense and the defense feed off each other. It seemed to me after that first 
field goal. He didn't take the field goal. He went for the for the first down, and we didn't get it. On the sidelines, it almost seemed like it sucked the air right out of that it team. Did. They lost their focus. You know what? You and know, by the second time, it was over. It was done. You could, you know, Jerome, you're a smart man there in Bay City. And thanks for listening on 100.9 FM. The Mitt love that station. Matter of fact, they got the payoff, the local show. You can call in and talk about the Lions even more with the crew on 100.9 FM. Right when I'm done, like in 20 minutes, I got the payoff. That's what their opening is. They got the payoff. You can call in and complain about the Lions local and live in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area. Let's go to Dan and Kalamazoo listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Hughes. Uh, love the show. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, first time calling in, getting involved with the show. Uh, it's been a heck of a season. Um, I appreciate you being here for all the Lions fans, all the Michigan fans. You know, everything that we've been through this year, uh, you're always an uh, outlet for us to turn to, and I appreciate you being there. It's, I feel like I'm on a counseling, you know, meeting here, talking with you, listening to all the analysts that call in and, uh, you know, give their opinion, really kind of, I'm trying to make sense of this whole thing. My, my emotions, my mind, uh, you know, it's kind of all over the place. Mine is kind of mush. My heart is broken. I feel gutted. I just, uh, I don't know what to do how to make sense of it, but the more that I listen to the people that you have on your show kind of make me think differently about um, the situations and everything that happened within the game. Um, it's been a long season, but um, it, my number one question for you is what point are we going to really kind of hold the coaches accountable? Because the players themselves, yeah, the players made a lot of mistakes in the second half. They did really great in the first half. But there's been a constant theme this year that I've, we've all talked about is the halftime adjustments, the coordinators, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson. Uh, you know, uh, this isn't regular season football. Dan Campbell can't use that mentality on fourth down in the playoffs. I don't, you know, I, I know uh, Reynolds dropped the ball and – and and all that stuff happened, but what point in time are we going to hold these uh, coordinators accountable and say, where was the adjustments for Aaron Glenn in the second half? 17 points in the third quarter, uh, no points scored to the very end, darn near, for the offense. It's like Shanahan went in there and said, okay, we're going to counter, and Detroit came out, and they couldn't, you know, yeah, we dropped some passes, uh, a lot of things didn't go our way. The bounce didn't go our way. The, you know, it, and thank God it wasn't penalties and all this other jazz involved. It was a lot of our own demise. But at what point in time are we going to say maybe the coaches are not that, or, you know, adjust, they're not that great to adjust. Well, you know, and, and one thing Aaron I... Glenn. Right, and, and Dan, let me explain this. I got to get to a network timeout, and I really appreciate your thoughts from the heart. A, you're a Michigan fan. You won the national championship. You're a Lions fan. You went to the NFC title. Based on this year, the bar now is set that 
Dan Campbell has to take his team to the playoffs every year. Every year he's in Detroit, he has to go to the playoffs for a long run. He does. Five, six, seven, eight years, whatever it is. Anything below winning the NFC North now is below the bar. So, yeah, he'll be held accountable. I agree with the adjustments. I think when games get tight, they they get tight. And, and that's why if they do get tight, then take the points. Why did you take the three before halftime instead of going for the end zone and settle for it, but you wouldn't settle for the three on those two fourth downs? I, I get you're Dan the Gambler, and I like that, and I love Dan Campbell. And I will say one other thing. Hearing the voices of everybody today has helped me as well because I'm bummed out. I was thinking Michigan wins the national championship. Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm watching the Chiefs. They're not that good. Baltimore choked. Oh, my God, they're leading at halftime. Not only are they going to Vegas, but they're going to win the Super Bowl. And instead, on a Moneyline Monday, I'm promoting the Niners and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Life isn't fair. We have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. January in Michigan means two things. One, you are wondering if those holiday leftovers are still edible or if they're a biohazard. Two, the roads are getting slippery. You're on your own with the leftovers, but the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has a very simple solution for road conditions. Slow down. No matter how good of a driver you think you are, it can take up to 10 times longer to stop your car on slippery roads. Please, drive slow on ice and snow. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, wrapping up uh, Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use code HUGE when you sign up, and they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app 
Use code HUGE and new customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Also, DraftKings same game parlays they have ready for huge payouts if you win for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And use code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. 24-7, everything you need connected to the show is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.